0: damn can i get your number you got can i get your number money everything's about money with y'all huh duh so i can't get your number girl fuck you all right hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the girl fuck you podcast i am your host dymie d and this week this will be my first time interviewing someone i don't know personally and strictly off a referral um so I'll just let you introduce yourself and we'll figure out why my producer Orlando thought it was imperative, <laughs> that it was imperative that we get your story yeah. you're such an interesting person. So introduce yeah. yourself to everyone.
1: Hey, what's up everybody? Uh, I'm Corey uh, Corey L. Scott on social media. Um, I am a pastor, a life coach, motivational speaker. I build furniture. I got a thousand plants. Um, I'm a, like, 2020-type renaissance man. Okay, um, but, now. But I ain't going to pat myself, too. Nah, um, just a regular dude. I do a lot of different stuff. Um, and none of that stuff really means a whole lot. I got a regular life just like everybody else.
0: So what do you think is the determining factor that Orlando called me this morning and was like, hey, Diamond, you have to interview this guy. He's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, so Orlando, Orlando. Orlando, Orlando. for those of you who know who we're talking about, Um, he and I have been friends like a year now, Mm -hmm. Um, and Orlando met me when I did the Horrible Decisions podcast, and he was like, hey, how you doing, and we got to talking and got to know each other, Um, and I did the show, and then he was like, wait, you're gay, and you're a pastor, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's a day that ends in Y. Right. But he was like and he was like, wait, 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 what do you mean? I'm like, Yeah, I'm a pastor, I'm gay, the sun is shining, like East is like so but everybody when, else seems to be fascinated by that.
0: So when he had like this kind of shock value to your sexuality tied yeah. to your religion, is it because okay, I'm gonna assume you're no, what Christian? You're a Christian. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pull the most that I know out of religion because I don't believe in religion. Okay, so in in your religion, is it like frowned upon homosexuality?
1: By and large, yes.
0: So, this is the major reason why I don't even like dabble with religion. Yeah. There's a lot of hypocrisy in the things that people make the the guideline to their behavior on their one time on earth. So. Explain to me how you can have faith in a in a system that actually doesn't, on paper, accept you.
1: So there, there are a couple of things. And you want me to be a nerd on your show? I'll be a fucking nerd on your show. Oh, but no, because we'll, I'm ratchet we'll, we'll,
0: saying don't be a nerd now. I'm, I'm trying okay. to warn you, because we'll got what, time.
1: We'll you know time what? Just me help, help go, me oh, understand. No, nah, I got you. Yep. So there are two things to understand. One, my, my spiritual beliefs my religious practices are not tied into necessarily the structure of Christianity. Okay. I believe in a set of principles and a way of operating my life um, that Jesus kind of laid the groundwork for or laid the groundwork for that's completely separate from the Christian tradition and Christian structure because what you get, and I'm teaching a class about this now on understanding black sexuality as affected by Christianity and white supremacy. And what you get with a lot of Black folk is what we call uninterrogated, inherited religion. You didn't investigate it. You didn't make it ask any answer, any hard questions. Um, You didn't go do your research. My mama told me because her mama told her because her mama told her, right? And when you do that, you just spout off shit that you heard your mama say, your auntie, your grandma, the church lady down the block, the pastor who didn't really study and don't really know shit. Um and and that can create this hypocrisy and stuff that you you talking about. But okay. if if I said to you um love your neighbor like you love yourself. That's real easy. Right. I don't I'm not I'm not going to let I I don't abuse myself. I don't take advantage of myself. Um I I look out for myself. I protect I protect me. And so if I do that for me, then the operating principle is that I do that for you.
0: And okay. everything
1: else, everything else is 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 just a whole lot of extra. And we can and again, I can nerd out and tell you there's a difference between Paul and and scripture and what Jesus says. Well, I'm not a disciple of Paul's. I'm a follower of Jesus, but that's really insular and it's taken me years of study, years of um introspection and developing a relationship with spirit with God, with the universe. That's a whole lot different than most Christians, most pastors that you'll encounter.
0: So my question to you is, okay, so you're a pastor, right? I am. You spread the word of the I Bible. Do. In said writings of the Bible, Uh there are parts that conflict with your lifestyle. Do you believe in the Bible in its entirety or there's parts when you're spreading the word you like kind of?
1: I don't. So so again, understanding how black people got religion, black folk are by and large what we call um, Bible literalist. Like take the Bible literally. And that's problematic for a lot of reasons, because we know that, one, from Genesis text to Revelations, there's like 5,000 years worth of history mm-hmm. that were translated in dark caves with people who didn't have ring lights or overhead lights, glasses or anything. And you translating some shit in the dark with a candle. And I'm supposed to, like, believe that you got that exactly right every time.
0: So, how Along do you with, feel about this major, major part?
1: Here, of, here here's the, mm-hmm. here's the, here's the thing. Like, if if the Bible did not exist, then what would we do? Right for I, for Christians, if the Bible didn't exist, and you encountered this God, this story, what would you do? Because Jesus didn't have the Bible that we had. Um, the Hebrews didn't have Hebrew scripture until hundreds of years later. And so it's really about the relationship that you develop. But besides that, I know enough about the actual text, the scripture to know that everything that I read there was not originally there, that everything that I read there was not put there with uh, me in mind. Right. Some stuff is written. Not thinking that anybody else other than the person I'm writing this letter to would ever read it. And so if I'm writing a letter to Diamond and some other people come and read this a thousand years later, you all in our business and you just made this apply. You in my
0: business. Don't do that.
1: Yeah, you you just made this apply to everybody on the earth when this was a letter between me and her.
0: But been in me- business.
1: Right. Let me tell and you so, something. Yeah. Go ahead. And so there's, there are translation issues. There are interpretation issues. um, There are things that made sense back then that don't make sense now. Like I always use this example when I talk to people like, do you eat shrimp? Or um, do you wear clothing of different fabrics? Um, When a woman is on her menstrual cycle, do you put her out of, of the house and outside of the city for two weeks? um like are you sacrificing goats and cows and nah we don't we don't do do none of that but you want me to adhere to the letter of the law in this particular regard not to mention your lack of understanding for what it actually is but you can eat shrimp wear lipstick get tattoos get earrings you know so to people all of religion
0: these- then i ask, why live and die by something with so many inaccuracies and hypocrisies
1: and, and again, like for me, understanding is is the beginning of my journey. Like if I understand that there's a, a problem here in a particular text, then I got to figure out where that problem is and how, like, because nothing is cut and dry. Nothing is black and white mm-hmm. in any of our lives. And so there are parts of, I'm, I'm not living and dying by the Bible. And I'm also also
0: not waiting for marriage for sex. So here's my thing, right? Me
1: either. Because what is marriage? Because in the Bible, it's over 27 different examples or 27 different types of marriage. So which one are you talking about?
0: So here's the thing. You had said uh, about two minutes ago, what would we do if the Bible didn't exist? Right. Guess what? To me, the Bible doesn't exist.
1: And you live in your life.
0: Here's what, here's what I believe. Okay. A little background on me. I have yeah. a bachelor's in, um, anthropology. Anthropology is basically the study of human origin,
1: Absolutely. religions, beliefs,
0: and cultures.
1: Absolutely. What,
0: outside of, cause you know, textbook isn't spirituality. School and yeah. spirituality is separate. So it's not like I got my beliefs from a classroom cause I barely went to class. To me, the reason I don't believe in religion is because it's man-made, right? Man is made in ego, man is made in error. Man is made in so many discrepancies that I can't live and die by a system created that I could have created but I just wasn't here yet. Yeah. Okay? The same um structure that's built to uh, welcome you is the same structure that judges you and casts you out. So how how can I live and die by something that that creates every major war, creates all the division between people, creates all the hypocrisies. Why can't I just say, okay, life is bigger than me and you. There's spirits, there's things that I've seen that aren't of the flesh. There's things that I've felt that aren't of the flesh. There's things that have saved me that aren't of the flesh. Being that I believe in something higher than me because I'm not atheist. Cool. Why can't I just be a good person and keep it moving? You can and I don't believe in religion. I pastor, don't believe
1: look, and the next time somebody pastor Corey said I can. Right. Now here's 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 an interesting thing. I was reading, I remember this, I will never forget this. I was reading a book on the train. And the title of the book was God is not a Christian and other provocations. And this woman came up to me and she was like, Why would you be reading something like that? That God is not a Christian. You know, Jesus in the I said, ma'am, pipe pipe down just a little bit. First of all, Jesus was not a Christian. Jesus was was actually a Jew who practiced Judaism and wasn't trying to create Christianity. Was Jesus a Black Jew? uh, No, probably not. You think he was a Jew Jew like the ones in Crown Heights? No. He was, Jesus, I've often said this, Jesus is closer to Osama bin Laden than he is the people in Crown Heights. Mm. Middle Eastern. Then people Middle in Crown Heights East- don't have hair wool. Well, right, right. Now, see, here's, now you won't, you taking me to nerd status. That scripture, you gotta read that whole entire scripture because people use that to justify, oh, Jesus was black. But if you read the rest of that scripture, when they say like some wild out shit about his voice sounding like this, and his feet were like this, and his eyes were like blazing flames, like this scary ass horror story picture of Jesus, but because they say his hair was like wool, you know, and his skin was dark, now Jesus is black. That whole story mm. is allegory, and more than just skin color and hair texture. Like, no, so, mm-mm. Ooh, I,
0: I have a question. Yeah. What if your beloved Jesus in this book has the same reality value of Zeus and the Greeks?
1: That's possible. What if, what if all of this is a lie? That That is possible. What and here, if all of this is a lie? It's, it's possible. And here is the thing. I have not lost anything by operating my life under the principles that Jesus sets out loving my neighbor, what you do to the least of these, you've done to me, right? When I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was naked, did you clothe me? When I was sick or in prison, did you visit me? Like I haven't lost anything by living according to those principles. Like I haven't lost anything by forgiving someone who who has done something to me because not forgiving them is just giving me heart palpitations, um, panic attacks, uh high blood pressure and all of this other shit right and so forgiveness the act of doing that is more for me than for other people so i haven't lost anything by doing that
0: here's my thing with right? religion people yeah. pick and choose what part of the of the Absolutely. word they want to abide by yeah. so now everybody's sexual creatures but
1: right. they're very
0: judgmental about other parts of the bible Absolutely. but they're having sex outside of bloodlock. Uh-huh. it's too much inaccuracies yeah for me to dedicate that much time of
1: my And life. That's, that's human that's human nature Cuz the
0: lady who saw you on the train Yeah that I'm, didn't like your little book we I, I know Shorty busted open for a real nigga here and there I, And
1: I would, and and that back, ain't her man. back in the 50s, 60s she was And and like when people come at me like that my impulse isn't even to be like well look at you and yo I just be like look you don't want to do the argue with your mama You can go argue with her because this like you're attacking me because you saw the title of the book that said God, God, not even Jesus. We we've elevated that God is not a Christian like you sound real dumb and I'm even dumber for arguing with you. And so I, I just don't. Now, to your larger point about what you believe. Right. I don't believe that God or spirit, or whatever you want to call, right, the animator of everything that's here, is intimidated by your lack of belief in Christianity, or is intimidated by my lack of belief in every word and every um, verb that's used in scripture. Like, that picture of this egotistical... um, They make him sound really mean. Yo, God is... He flooded out a city, a city he burnt. Homophobic, homophobic, misogynistic. Girl. Uh, like, I mean, that picture, I'm like, God need a therapist. Because you're going through a lot. If I don't praise you, you're going to just kill me. Like, whoa. What? What's up with your ego, God? Like, right. She but every Sunday, day. people she,
0: are like, praise him.
1: She has, because. You know, like when you, got if you a spouse, know you die. If you, well, you don't praise right. him, you die. You gotta die. I'm gonna burn you. Like, <laughs> right. That, that's wild. That's wild. So how do you and find
0: so, how do you find the parts of this religion that you want to push
1: and the other parts that you want to suppress? It's 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 really again, it's really simple. Like if it's not life-giving, I'm not leaning into that shit. If so are you not, even a Christian? I am, or are I'm, you just a good person like me? No, I I in in the technical sense, if we're talking about Christianity, I am a, a hardcore disciple of Jesus. Like, but I what believe- if Jesus
0: wouldn't like you because of who you sleep with?
1: Because that's well, what they Jesus.
0: say in that book. Listen- No, not Jesus, not Jesus, no, no. God, rather.
1: Mm. But I could say, Diamond, Diamond don't like black people. I could go tell anybody that. She really hate black bitches. And she just to- be talking, right? I could say anything, put anything in your mouth, and because I know human nature is like to tell the story the way you want it to. Yeah, I'm looking at people sideways like that's not really the God that I've encountered. Like Listen. when I was at when I was at my lowest, the the spirit, the energy that came and met me wasn't this downtrodden. I'm gonna destroy. So like the book that, is lying
0: on God.
1: Some people in the book are absolutely. That book is a lie. Some, like, some parts of, it's it's really easy to, like, once you start studying scripture, once you start studying, um, like, the history of the Bible, and you find out different things, because a lot of stuff, again, is inherited. Like, we would have a whole different idea about sex if we were reading, teaching Song of Solomon. Which is in the Bible, where Solomon is going off writing soft porn poems to this woman he was about to marry. And then in chapter five, chapter six, she flipped the script, you know, like, you know, Usher or whatever, trading places, and she was writing, responding to Solomon, like, yeah, I'm gonna put this thing, oh, you nigga. What? Like, Mm -hmm. if we if we encountered that type of scripture and embraced our sexuality as God has created it. It would be a whole different feel, a whole different vibe around how we think about sex and what we think God thinks about sex. But that's a part of the Bible that most people don't even encounter. See, so here's my problem with religion,
0: right? Yeah. Outside of it being man-made yeah, and all the things that come with man, I know, I know why it was created. Religion is a coping mechanism,
1: OK? It, yes. I, this is psychology. I'm not listening. I've done this. I ain't there
0: offended. It goes my minor. minor. So I'm not offended. And major like minor. So now, if I'm poor, and I'm gonna die poor, if there's a mechanism created to mentally give me hope, if I pray, then this might change. Or if if a loved one dies, I will see them again. It was created for uh, sanity purposes. You understand? Sure.
1: It's it's, From that, it's it mm-hmm. all of this is humanity's attempt to rec- reconcile um, our existence or mm. or justify um, things happening in our lives to make meaning of the stuff that's happening because this that just happened to me has to be greater than than right here and so we attempt to find meaning yes. in all types of things that doesn't necessarily mean that God's spirit. Whatever you want to call it. Again, I'm I don't I don't really care. I'm not offended by other people's religious practices, other people's spiritual beliefs, because I don't believe that God is limited to what I believe. Right. Right. And so the fact that there are other encounters with God, like there are sides of me that you you getting to know today, which is completely different than what my roommate sees. Which is completely different than people that I go speak at a conference get to see. And so if I could have these different presentations and these different points of of viewing me in my own life, why the hell would I be so damn ignorant to think that God only shows up one way for one group of people under this rigid religious structure and everybody else is just going to burn and go to hell? Listen, I'm like, not going to that dumb. place. I don't. Dumb. I don't believe if, in religion if, a little bit, even if it, if it even exists. And again, like right. this is why this is why a lot of Christians don't particularly care for my brand of uh, spiritual belief or spiritual practice because I am not afraid to say one, I don't know,
0: or mm. to say, or
1: to say, or to say two, yes, what you're saying may be possible. And when I die, I guess I'm gonna find out.
0: Christians are bullies. Um, this is why they created this fiery hell. If you ain't gang, then you're gonna burn for eternity. Gang, gang.
1: Right? And, and again, that that type of that type of language, that type of idea, um, I'll say this and, and then we can move. Like one of the things about scripture that you learn when you're studying it in the academy is that just like anything else. To the victor goes the spoils. If I win, I get to tell this motherfucking story whatever way I want to. Ooh, and scripture is no different. They won in their in their point of view, and so they get to tell the story they want to, the way that they want to. I like and so, that. And so this idea that God told us to go and kill everybody. God told us to murder everybody in the city that wasn't like us cuz they were sinners and now and reset God, reset or, humanity or or God is going to avenge us and overthrow the government or overthrow like that's because you're telling the story from your point of view.
0: It's pretty intimidating. I don't want to be a part of it. And,
1: and 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 so my my life's work is to really just to simplify some things to people to help people connect to the person you were created to be. Mm. If 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 you believe that God did that, then cool. If you don't believe that God did that, then cool. I'm still like my journey is about helping people become the best versions of themselves that they hey, were you know, created what? to be. I
0: don't even think that's religion based. I think that's just
1: yeah. Structure. And I, and 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 I don't have a problem with that. My 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 beliefs are structured by some ideas. that are encapsulated in the bible and so that's my context Uh and i understand that but if i was born november 18 1984 in abu dhabi i wouldn't be a fucking christian pastor today exactly and so now my encounter with god would have never happened because i was born on the other side of the world like that doesn't make sense and you would
0: be having you'll be serving another god it's a locational circumstance
1: yeah that, that doesn't make sense and so <coughs> so there's this there's have you seen the, the movie Doctor Strange no okay it's a Marvel movie
0: I um, know who Doctor Strange is that's the guy that floats right
1: yeah okay and so in in the movie there's this scene in Doctor Strange where he goes to meet the ancient one she's she is the oldest person living on earth she has these powers yada 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 he trying to go get these powers so he could use his hands again. And when he meets her and they have this encounter, she shows him these x-rays and like these images from an MRI because he was a neurosurgeon. And she says to him, when you look at the human body, this is all you see. And she shows him the x-rays and the MRI. But then she pulls up a map of the chakras and another image of the human body and says, because you only see this part, you miss all the others. And then she mashes them together to show him that all of these parts are the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're you're just used to looking at it in one particular way. That don't mean the other ways don't exist. Right. And so that's, that's my view of God, that my context is Christianity. Okay. But but that does not mean that God cannot reveal God's self to somebody in another part of the world of a different religious structure.
0: Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we pray to somebody, the same God.
1: Or somebody woman. that who doesn't believe at all Me. that God, that, that God or spirit or whatever encounter happens is different, that God can't do that. Like, mind your own damn business. Like I be telling people that all the time. Like you can't even you can't even get a promotion on your damn job, and you're trying to tell God what to do. Mm. Cut it out. Just 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 chill. Just just if if being if being nice, being a good person, is where you gotta land, you should just practice on that till you master that part.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we that's, can that's work.
0: That's what I pride on. And, if and I'm then not we can work on. Yeah, just
1: yeah, if just, I'm not
0: gonna be religious, I'm just gonna be a good person.
1: Do that. Because I respect
0: my higher power, and I don't know the story behind him, but I feel him, and I feel his protection. And all I can do with that feeling is give you the best version of me and be a good person.
1: And and I venture to say that God is fine with that. All right now, No.
0: because no. he and I know he is because he's been blessing you, girl. I don't work, but I listen, look like I do. <laughs>
1: listen, and and if somebody got a problem with it, argue with your mama. I don't got time. Ooh, and she bald headed, but yeah, ball cool. head, and and. She got that little dingy little robe, the little house coat. We ain't gonna talk about that today.
0: But yeah, so we we (laughs) talked about religion. So I also heard that you, you've had sex addiction? Used to? Oh, they don't go away, stank. It
1: don't. It don't. It don't. So, So, okay. How did you find out, how did you find
0: out that your sex drive was not normal?
1: Um... I don't know that not normal is the way that I would couch it, but I was in a relationship and I cheated and you know, I did the baby, please, baby, baby, please, you know, the begging and shit. And he was like, well, you're going to have to go to therapy or something because if you ain't changing and you ain't actually making steps to change, then we can't be together. And right. I was like, well, she- well, shit, I guess I got to go to therapy. So I went to therapy. Um, I found, we found the therapist together and um, it just so happened that the therapist that we found um, had a specialization in sexually compulsive behavior. Mm. So I started going to the group first. It was a group of sex addicts and I was the youngest one in there and I was like, whoa, it's motherfuckers in here that are like in their 60s and their 50s Ew. and and are still struggling with this shit. And I'm in my 20s. I'm not about to be in no motherfucking group at, at 64 talking about some Come shit on. that I did. You know, there was there was one older guy in the group and he was talking about how like he became a sugar daddy literally just so he could get the sex from younger men because of his sex addiction.
0: Uh-uh, who gives and sugar daddy sugar? You're not supposed to give him the sugar.
1: Well, you ain't getting this, all right. Um, all right now. I'm gonna be daddy, cause ain't gonna be no sugar. Um, Damn. And I was like, yo, if I don't get a handle on this, I'm gonna be this dude, this dude, and that dude. Cause they were all older than me, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And I was like, yo, I don't wanna be that. And so from group, I started working with the therapist one-on-one. And so it's been, this is 2020, it's been 10 years since I've actively been in therapy for sexually compulsive behavior. And I've been in therapy in general since I was 12. So mm-hmm. that's 20 24 years that I've been in therapy period. So it was easy for me to get a therapist for sex addiction and start working through that shit um and so now the therapist i have for the last seven years um she actually went back and did more study and stuff like that because we had a really good good relationship to learn um and and get certified as a sex addiction uh therapist so that yeah but it don't go away and neither the sex and that's what that's what people think like i'm supposed Oh, so you you were a sex addict? Does that mean like you can't never have sex? No, it doesn't mean that. It means that my journey is getting to a place where I'm not engaging in compulsive and problematic behaviors that are connected to other shit outside of sex. Sex just becomes the outlet for dealing with abandonment and insecurity and anger and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, um, you know, so and I'm a Scorpio, so the, oh little freak, the little the little freak thing down. Don't there blame too. it on the stars. Don't blame it on you the stars. So you know what's so funny? I was made from love. My mama got pregnant with me around Valentine's Day.
0: Whatever you gotta tell yourself, but Her, my do you daddy think that's a, fucking
1: fucking? Oh, who, who you they are pasta. The, they the got slow nine, down. They got nine kids together. That's the slow down. I got thirteen siblings. I come from a long That's line of crazy. fucking goddamn. Listen, I got, I got a. Let me sit out. I'm on camera. Hey. How y'all so, do doing? you think your religion
0: can handle yeah. you spreading the word, and you, uh, you identify as homosexual and you have a sex addiction? That judgy, judgy religion you stand by, they probably don't have a problem with that because they some, expect people, people not to have sex. Some so people like do, it.
1: and and here's the thing: I am not. I remember when I made the decision not to live my life based upon some fickle ass people who changed their minds about this thing or that thing. And so if you cannot handle my honesty, if you can't handle my transparency, if you can't handle my humanity, there's a door. Right. There, there's an end button right there. You can click, up, hang up. Like, Do you hold like sermons channel. with
0: people? Like, Yeah. Have you ever had someone walk out because of one of your views?
1: Mm, Yes. Um, Prior to me pastoring, it's happened. Like if I go visit other places, but if you come into my space, if you come into where I've been on staff or where I'm pastoring, um, you already know that basically what you're gonna get Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm not. I'm not hiding. I'm not lying. I'm not being dishonest, um, which is one of the other problems that people, especially leaders, not only religious, but political, people in po- perceive positions of power. You lie and you hide shit, and then you be in the dark doing stuff that you ain't got no fucking business doing. Do you
0: curse during your sermons,
1: like I to don't, keep it real? That is the only thing I don't do. That's the only line I draw. I don't curse during my sermons. But I when, when I'm not preaching, I like the Corey version of the Bible has God cursing, like when God decides God's go blow some shit up, destroy some shit. Mm-hmm. Like God wasn't that speaking mean vis- man, he's so wasn't mean. Speaking, wasn't I'm speaking scared. Victorian English, but yeah. So, um, so people have walked out. I've had people trolls, of course, on the internet that want to go back and forth with me, and I'm like, I literally spent years studying, literally spent years in the academy, and bitch, you ain't even Google. But I'm gonna argue with you.
0: That religion thing is so
1: judgy. I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. And so for people who like when I went on horrible decisions, I had a pastor hit me up and he was like, What's going on, man? I heard you went on the fucking podcast. Oh, not the fucking shout out to now, Mandy and Wheezy. Now shout out to Mandy and Wheezy. Now the, what the, it the did, religious it did judging people not... calling y'all the fucking podcast. It did not even dawn on me that I needed to ask him, well, how do you know what the podcast is about? I'm, I'm telling you. I'm it didn't even you. dawn on me, but I said to him, like, bruh, um, according to the way that you read scripture, one of Jesus' disciples was a hoe. That'd be That would
0: be uh, have been me. I would have been the hoe one. <laughs> and he
1: had and 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 he had these other disciples that was kind of wild, and one of them was an alcoholic, the other one cutting niggas' ears off. Like, so who did who who was I supposed to be talking to? If not these people that you talking about, some I'm on the fucking podcast. Like, who what are you doing? You're talking to the same people week after week and ain't changing nobody's lives, ain't making Uh, nobody's lives, ain't making nobody's lives better and getting nobody closer to the purpose that you claim God created them for. And I'm just supposed to talk to y'all every week, week in, week out. No, I'm good. I'll go on horrible decisions. I'll go on hard or soft. I'll hang with niggas that that don't like church people, but still got hurt and still need spiritual care. I'm good. And so my response to the judging people is the same. Go argue with your mama. Oh, child.
0: All right, so, I mean, religion drains me. I get it. Religion religion drains me. I just want most everybody... Of us,
1: most of us that seriously believe and follow Jesus, it drains us too. We'd be like, yo, the pandemic has been the best thing on earth for so many pastors.
0: Why? Oh, because you don't have to deal with people in person.
1: You don't have to deal with the bullshit in person. Like... A lot of stuff is about proximity. If you in the space, it's drama. Mm. And, I, and I'd and rather not deal with the drama. I'd rather not deal with people draining me unnecessarily. When you don't got like, just your spirit is dark. Your energy is dank and destructive. Dank and lo- stank. Real low vibrational. And I'm supposed to, no. So this has been good for a lot of us because we've had time to care for ourselves and be away from, and it's important. It's, that's, and that's part of being transparent. Like I get to say, I'm taking sabbatical because I am in a dark emotional space right now and I cannot pastor you effectively mm. in this space. And people, people, what? Or, or me saying, my therapist diagnosed me with clinical depression. Well, you're you supposed to know God. you have the pastor. Just pray. No. My That's father, people. My father just died in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. I'm depressed. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. My dad passed in, in June um, after months of battling in the hospital. And so it was rough for a couple months. Um, and then me and my therapist switched my care plan up. And for the last month, month and a half, I'm, I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this because I'm back to feeling myself again right. and being able to do stuff. But people were like, how you, you pastor, but you ain't really passed No, I'm on sabbatical. It's called self-care because I got shit going on and y'all should thank God for my therapist because if it wasn't for her, I'd have been kirked out on all you. Right. Right. I mean, um, I'm human. Before my religion, I'm human. Yeah. And that's and that, <laughs> like and that's part that's part of the freedom of being transparent and being open and honest that there's never one. I'm not going to give you an opportunity to be surprised about some negative shit that you might hear about me. So you're not going to create no God complex and look at me like, oh, my pastor, he's so perfect. Oh, the man of God. Mm. Oh, no, he got issues. He has road rage. He curses. Um, he, sex addiction. He a little freak. So I was to say he gets a little dick wet. <laughs> you know. So so y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna hear older oh, pastor. I heard pastor somebody said it's a sex tape from. They be like uh, he has a therapist for sex addiction. Any other news you want? to Cause that right. ain't news.
0: Oh, chill. Okay. Yeah. So we talked about the religion aspect of your life. Um, what else do you do outside of, so you're like a, a a life coach, a pastor and what Mm -hmm.
1: else? I do motivational speaking and I spent a large part of my professional career working in politics.
0: Oh, my least favorite, uh, (laughs) conversation. My grandmother,
1: my grandmother used to say, There's two things you don't talk about with people, you don't know, religion Religion and politics. politics. We talk about both of them. Let's make this
0: quick because I just think I am a conspiracy theorist and I know about the higher powers and that we really don't have the voting power and people be like, you're not gonna vote. I'm like, bitch, the president's already picked. If you wanna pick uh, the local officials, you can do that. But if you don't think them damn people that do them damn ceremonies, don't pick the the next person to terrorize for the the next four years, you're a sheep. And I ain't gonna talk about it too much because when they hear me talking, the radar's on me. So go Listen, ahead and a little
1: I live, I mean, I lived in DC, so they record all my shit anyway. I used to go running. I, I lived in DC. I worked on the hill for six years. Um, so I'm sure they got pictures of me. They didn't record a Phone calls. Hey, how y'all doing? Y'all having a good day? Y'all better
0: mind oh, your well, business when y'all good. see me at self-check doing a self-checkout doing me because I was waiting on that second stimulus. You didn't send it, so I took it upon myself to go
1: and make my so money Check back.
0: out doing me. Doing me. And now you better go and do you. Okay. Mind your business. Other shit don't yeah. Move.
1: And so I worked in politics and I mean, I, I can understand how people would come away with like a less than desirable view of it. It's why I don't work. It's why I'm a pastor and not a politician right now. Oh, politics it's, are so it's, stupid. It's, it's, why, it's why I work with people Doing like life-changing work mm-hmm. rather than a staffer on the hill or a staffer mm-hmm. on some political campaign, because just like you feel about religion or other people feel about politics, like I've I've had that about both. um What well, I just realized about myself: I don't believe in nothing. You talk about religion, I'm like, I don't
0: believe in that. You talk about politics, I don't believe in that. You talk about I mean, money, I believe in that.
1: <laughs> now we now see this is this is where I'd be like, hmm, now I have to ask some really deep questions. Bring it like, on. I mean, because all of us like we don't how old are you? 34. I just turned 34. Okay, 34. I remembered it was something like that. But right now you're showing up with all 34 years of your experience. And all of that informs everything about you, what you believe and don't believe, how you feel about this thing or that thing. And so nobody just showed up like, oh, ain't no religion. Ain't no motherfucker. This is a conspiracy for you sheep. Like your life's experience has informed that view for you. And so I'm like, okay, if that's the view that you have, I'm not going to fight with you. But no, I love you. Tell me
0: what you think. Tell me, do you think that we really have voting power? Do you so, think that the people really pick the president?
1: Here's the thing. If if I could convince you that the power you have doesn't really exist in the way that you think it does, I've won. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of of what people do in politics. Part of the reason, I'll, I'll give you a homework assignment, I'll give your audience a homework assignment. Find out how many elected officials have had voter registration drives. All right. You get it it from community activists, Mm -hmm. you get it from organizations, you get it from the Democratic Party, but there's no reason for me as an elected official to be really invested in registering thousands of new voters. Why do you think that is? Because because you might not vote for me. And I won my last election by 2,713 votes. And so hell no, I want 10,000 new people registered to vote. Because now I got to convince y'all I'm the right guy for y'all to vote for and not vote for some other nigga with 8,000 more people out there. And so... The system is created in such a way that it does not incentivize all of us participating. And it makes sense to, to create doubt in the system, even though the system is fucked up anyway, right? But for me to make you believe your vote doesn't really mean nothing, right? Presidential so,
0: election-wise. I think for, like, local elections. Uh, but for you, election does.
1: everybody don't draw the line at that. They just be like, I ain't voting. Fuck that. Yeah, I ain't and doing I'm guilty.
0: It. I'm guilty of that. When I when I when I tweet stuff like that, I don't specify that I know that voting benefits local officials. I just be like, I'm yeah. not voting.
1: And, and it's important because like if and, and I really want to do this, this is the first time I'm saying it publicly. I'm gonna say it. Like, I really want to do this thing that I've called, like in my head, like the Millennial Science Project. Mm-hmm. Where where we as millennials just decide two things. One, whatever the next election is, all of us are going to participate. If you're a millennial, we all going to participate. And two, that we're going to try to figure out if we can coalesce around a couple of candidates in, say, New York City or the state or whatever, wherever you're at. And we're going to vote for them. And let's see this one time if all of us participate, if our vote really matters or not.
0: Can you do me a favor, because it's been a while since I sl- sat in a classroom. Can you tell me really quickly who the Electoral College is and why does their vote surpass the popular vote, which is ours?
1: Ooh. So the Electoral College was set up um, at the beginning of the nation. The purpose of it was to um, reduce the number of, like the House is set up, so it's popular vote, right? the population determines the number of people in the house the senate is equal representation right and so southern states that had more people and more slaves would have gotten more votes more electoral votes than uh new new england north northeastern states so they created this system to diminish the numbers so that it seemed like equal representation, right? So the people in New York weren't disadvantaged from Florida or Georgia that had three fucking million people Uh because 1.5 million of them were slaves. And so they created the Electoral College, right? So that when we counted everybody, the numbers were not representative of, of the popular vote. Right. This is so
0: confusing at the end of the yeah. day we don't do you think we have actual power for the presidential vote? Yeah. So why didn't now, Hillary Clinton have today, more popular votes and still lost the election?
1: Right because California, for instance, has millions more people than the state of Rhode Island and 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 because California gets these many electoral votes, it didn't matter how many people, in California, voted. California only has this amount of electoral votes. And so one vote is not equal. One vote in California is not equal to one vote in Idaho or Rhode Island. If the popular vote, if that was the case, then this wouldn't be a question. If that was the case, then DC would be a state, um, Puerto Rico would be a state. And the reason they are not. Is because if those two two localities become states, then that throws off the numbers that Republicans have been able to control for the last 50 plus years. And well, so I'm that's so. and that's <clears throat> <This> why <throat> it's important. Like this is why it's important for people to vote for your senator, to vote okay, for your yep. Congress, to of vote course. for your state legislators, and all of that. Because boom, so Joe Biden wins, right? and and he becomes president. But if the Senate is still controlled by Mitch McConnell and Republicans, what you got the last four years of Barack Obama is gonna be the same shit you get for the four years of Joe Biden, a Republican Senate that doesn't allow them to do anything. So you gotta vote for your Senator, right? So boom, we voted for the Senate. The Senate is in democratic control. The Senate votes to add DC as a state, right? That happens, oh, we about to get a new democratic state. Nah, nigga, you didn't vote for your state senator. Not, not nigga, nah, didn't nigga,
0: During politics.
1: You didn't vote for your state rep. So when it's time for the states to say, yes, D.C. can become a state, it's a Republican-controlled controlled legislature in New York or in Illinois. And so now that hope that we had, about the president being able to do what he wanted to do, or the Senate being able to do what we needed them to do—that's still not happening because you didn't vote for your state reps, because you didn't vote for your state senators, and so all of that stuff matters. Like the tax policy um, paper charging niggas for bags um, when New York wanted to charge for sugary drinks—like that shit affects poor people, and that was right. the city, and that was the city council that you could vote for. But you ain't going to vote cuz there wasn't no president to vote for at that time. Now your ass paying 20 more cents for that goddamn Pepsi that you don't need in the first place. Well, good, they don't need it. <laughs> like but yeah. and so but- so it matters. It matters like from the ground up. And and we should be more concerned about the stuff that's closest to us, the politics that's closest to us rather than, you know, coming every 4 years to vote for president. Like That's, that's like people who go for a checkup once a year. Like, you know, you probably need to see your doctor a little more than that, right?
0: (laughs) There's other things that you need to be concerned about. Yeah, you,
1: you, you know, you, you probably should get that checked out a little more. You know, that limp ain't, ain't, ain't regular. Right. And so that's. It's, it's it's way more important than, than we give it credit for. And the last point I'll make is that again, like the the way that our system is set up, it is to benefit white uh hegemony, white control, white uh dominance, patriarchal power uh-huh. vested in white men. And unless and until we decide we're gonna do something different by participating at this point, like we participate in the system to overthrow that shit, or or we keep riding like we are. Because nobody's nobody's prepared. Everybody's like, you know, defund the police. That's that's a, a great idea. I support it. Or, you know, abolish the police. Those are great top line ideas. But was what does that shit really mean? Right. Like, like, how are you making that happen? Like, okay, Chicago said they're not defunding the police, but y'all didn't make them reallocate budget dollars for how police show up in schools. So black, black kids, brown kids show up at school every day like they showing up at the fucking prison.
0: Right. Metal detectives pat down. Yeah. And they don't even have like detention anymore. You just get arrested. Right.
1: right.
0: <laughs> And starting, say you with a record, so, starting you yeah. with a
1: record in your juvenile so, year. So how about let's start there by, by defunding policing of our schools and putting other resources into our schools. That's the type of work. Again, the same way that I talk about the Bible and all of that stuff, all of these lofty ideas are fine. That's great. How do we affect people's lives every day more positively? And that's the approach I take to politics. Like, you uh, know, great. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Shout out to the vice presidential nominee who is from my alma mater. Ain't you? Um, she
0: be locking niggas up. But anyway, <clears throat> this show is starting to get too smart. Everybody go out and vote. We got to go bring it back ratchet. Let's,
1: let's let's get it ratchet.
0: Y'all was getting too smart. I ain't got time. I've been to school. I've been to jail and going back. So we're uh-huh. going to jump in. Everybody, y'all should go vote. Um, We're going to jump into the next segment. It's called Really Should I Ever Twote? My new trend is all my tweet. All the tweets are gonna be mine. Y'all are boring lately. So <clears throat> this week's tweet, I said I only like men as friends. Uh, my male friends spoil me, but romantically, men can suck my bleep. Do you see a difference? Because now you date, you are a man. You date men. Your friends are men. Do you see a difference in men romantically as opposed to just platonically?
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do I see a difference? Yes. yes. Absolutely. I have platonic friends that is nothing sexual. Like, my best friend for the No, last that's not what I
0: mean. I mean their personality. Like, people don't understand when you add... when you add sex to uh, a yeah. rapport, I, yeah. you see a different side of someone and yeah. I think they're bad people. I, Romantically, I think they're bad people.
1: I think most men are trash.
0: I, give me a percentage.
1: Oh Yeah. <laughs> a percentage... Like maybe like, sixty four percent of men are trash.
0: That's not enough
1: stank. I mean, I can't. I, I can't be. I, mean, I, can't be, I, I was can't thinking ninety four. I can no. I was thinking ninety four. Ninety four, you violent.
0: No, y'all are only good as friends.
1: No, that's not true. That's not y'all true. not good as
0: lovers. Y'all be just breaking that's everybody. That's not true. Listen, let
1: me tell you something. This kid right here. I'm a fucking super husband in the making. I can, oh, okay. Oh my God. Everybody thinks so in, highly I, of themselves. First, the problem is most folks don't think highly of themselves enough. I've been in therapy working on me for 24 years. Check. I can cook, I can clean, I can build you a house with my bare hands. I've actually built six of them with Habitat for Humanity. Mm. I'm funny. I'm smart. I look good. I got a little body under here. I ain't gonna show your audience because my brand manager will kill me. Like I'm I'm that don't mean you loyal. I'm I'm going there. Did you hear, did you hear the turn? I'm careful. I would have said it first. I'm consistent. I'm exceptionally loyal. It's probably one of my biggest strengths and one of my biggest weaknesses. But again, you spend money? Yeah, why not?
0: What's the biggest gift you ever bought somebody?
1: The biggest gift I ever bought somebody. Flying somebody out of the country. Where y'all went? You, you are all of the, all of the little, Where y'all went
0: or whatever? Cause I like, I like when people spend. That's we how. Went, that's my love language. We went Money. to. Europe. I
1: mean, mm. I, I, I know. I don't <laughs> really go to. I don't. I don't really go to Europe like that no more. Um, I spend a lot of time in in Africa now. Nice. I, I spend I spend my money with people that look like me even if they don't necessarily Ooh. like me. I'm not I'm not doing that European stuff no more.
0: All it's right a, after I go to Mykonos then I'll get on your vibe.
1: Go ahead. Okay. Mykonos is Mykonos is kind of dope.
0: They're not accepting us right now
1: but the minute they I know, do because because y'all got that COVID shit going on. Americans is COVID is not in Atlanta. And everybody see it now, y'all, ghetto. Who ghetto? The whole earth. <laughs> A- not with Ali- the F at the end, not the whole earth. whole earth. Aliens driving past, uh, uh, like, ooh, the ghetto. Mm. They don't want to come here no more because y'all mm. is ghetto. But no, yeah, like, I, I'm, I, don't I'm mind, guilty. I don't mind, I don't mind spending money. Um, But like, I'm not, again, like my, one of my love languages, love languages is giving. And so, like, I don't have a problem giving and not needing you to give in return or anything like that. I've, I've gotten to a place now where I give when I want to, because I want to, not because I'm trying to buy or manipulate. And I'm not going to allow anybody to manipulate me by receiving or planting these ideas of shit that they want. But, okay. But I think that most men have just grown in a system in a society that doesn't allow us to fully understand who we are, become who we are, and be comfortable in who we are. Like people hear me talk about the fact that I've gone to therapy for 24 years and look at me like I stepped off a spaceship. But it's also why I can identify my feelings. It's also why I can interrupt um, negative thought cycles in my mind because I'm like, you're responding like that because it triggered your insecurity. Mm. Get, that, get that shit together, bro. So I don't think it's like 60. I don't think it's like 94%. Um, I said what I said. I said. Who? <laughs> cool, let's go. Let's go. Because I got yeah, we got, we got a little, we got about.
0: um We only got two more segments. no. Yeah. We're going to be real quick. Yeah, we So got- now, that was, um, we really should have a twelve Now we're going to do bitch listen, where we uh give advice to people who don't take it. They just ask questions to run off their own fumes because nobody ever listens. So listen. this question says, and it's so funny, it just keeps on happening that <laughs> the questions I have directly correlate to the kind of guess I have. Cool. This question says, would you find it difficult to date someone that had different views from you, uh, i.e. political and religious?
1: What I find it difficult? I've, that could go one of two ways. I'm not going to date somebody who doesn't have a baseline level of respect for whatever my beliefs are. Religious, political, familial. Mm. Like, you don't have to believe what I believe. You don't have to... Like, be lockstep in everything that I think. But if you don't have respect, we can't we can't operate in the same place. And so I know, like one of my one of my very good friends from undergrad, her husband is Muslim, okay? And she's Christian. Like we we worked in ministry together when we were in college. and and they are fine with a Muslim husband and a Christian wife living a lives with two beautiful ass kids. Um, because they have respect for each other. And so I can have different religious views than you and still respect you. But people don't know how to do that, right? And that's where the problem is, because you want to send everybody to hell. Yes, y'all want to send everybody to hell. You want to send everybody to hell, or everybody's trash because they don't believe what you believe politically. Some of you motherfuckers are trash because of what you believe politically.
0: Yes.
1: Right. And so I might not be able to date a Republican because I think they're mostly trash.
0: Would you be able to date an atheist? Could you you fall in love with an atheist?
1: Yeah. I'm like, again, my ideas of God are really expansive. So I'm not offended. Like, like we're going to have some conversations because at this point in my life, I'm not dating to be dating. I'm dating Mm -hmm. because I want to be married and have a family and all of that. And so we would have to have some conversations on how we're going to raise children. Right. Right. So what
0: if the atheist wasn't budging? Like, I don't want my kids indulging in fairy tales.
1: Well, we're not going to have kids.
0: So you can have sex with someone that had a different standpoint, but you probably couldn't marry and
1: procreate. Now, Now, could I have sex with them? Yes. The likelihood of me having sex with people... Like, that's the other thing. I... I because I practice right sex positive theology and have this sexual ethic. If we're having conversation and different stuff like that, and I discover that, like, again, there's no respect for whatever my belief system is, then nah, I'm not gonna give you the dick. Mm. You lose. lose. Y'all missed out. Sure did. Nasty
0: little Scorpio. All Mm -hmm. right.
1: This so is a gift from God. Christian.
0: You hear? Oh, my God, Pastor. Slow down now. Huh?
1: Go and tell the Lord. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you, ever, you ever had some kind of religi- religious sex talk during your little nasty talk?
1: Oh, God. So like I told now, the Now, praise I, God. Uh-uh. I told the joke, so I might as well tell it again. So, like, sometimes, you know, when you be having sex and people be like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> it tickles me. I laugh every time. Because I'd be like, I'm not God. I just work for him.
0: <laughs> Nasty. This is somebody pasty, y'all. This is somebody, Pastor.
1: I, I didn't lie, and I and I understand that it's easy for you to get confused in that moment of euphoria and pleasure. It feels spiritual. You and sound so you like could, you're still battling so, the little sex demons. So, so you could, yeah. So it's easy to mistake me for God because you get that essence, that that God energy that creates shit. You know, I didn't create A whole other world inside of you. And All right, you stop going bragging, Pastor. Oh, um, I'm back. Right.
0: Right, sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle some holy water on you. Let me go get some
1: holy water for you.
0: So the next yep. question, the last question before we start coming towards the end of the show. Oh, I think this is for me. Miss Mama says, I've been having problems with asking for money. <laughs> uh-uh. it, makes, it makes me uncomfortable. And with the stigma of today and women being able to ask money, ask men for money so comfortably, how do I become comfortable? Because I want to spend a nigga money too. <laughs> All right, let me get this first, Pastor. Okay, because I got. Let me bring out the tambourines. Let me take them to church. <laughs> now, sister. <laughs> now, let me stop playing, girl. These niggas ain't got no problem asking for pussy. Okay, Uh-oh. won't even know your name. They will Uh-oh. know your ad name. They will say. Uh-oh. Miss Lola Backspace 718. Can I please be blessed? Okay. My please be blessed with that, that vagina you're sitting on. So uh, when a man has no uh no problem asking some me wa- some
1: worship what? and praise. Some what can I get, and get some
0: wop? So some- <laughs> all right, Pastor. I don't have a problem asking a man for anything because I like to make men court me. I like to make men do things, you I know- don't like to be an easy kill for men, if you will work for me and I will work for you. So when you have some kind of self uh, respect, self pride, you don't have a problem making men do for you because the same things that I can do for myself, I want you to be able to do for me. Why am I sharing myself for a man that wouldn't change that? I couldn't call to change my tire if I caught a flat. If I didn't know how I was going to keep this roof above my head, but you want to be under said roof pumping on top of me. I can't Ooh. even ask you, I couldn't ask you for a couple of dollars to contribute to that roof so you could keep on pumping oh, on top of Oh, did we just
1: switch? Are you preaching now? I told you, I told you to get the nah, tambourines. Let, let me, let me, let me jump in. Like, Go man, ahead, the, I, you, you were right that like, if you had pride and were doing for yourself, why would you have an issue asking for somebody for something? Like my grandmother used to tell me two things, one, it's, it's already a no if you don't ask. you at the same yeah, place. I like that. You, you you already at the same place as a no if you don't ask. And two, why are you in a relationship? Why are you in any type of situationship, any entanglement, any interaction with yep. somebody you cannot be real enough to ask for something that you want, need, etc. Fuck out of here. If I want, hey, listen, I... You should get this for me. I created a list for my birthday. I don't Buy even say it like
0: that. I don't even say it like no, that. No, I'm just
1: saying. I would Whatever this like,
0: I need this. I need that because you need I pussy. You need rope.
1: If I if I need it, I'll say like. But language, it, for me, is important. So if I need, I'll be like, listen, hey, I I need. Like I'm gonna say, need everything. I'm gonna say, I need, people, say I want, be, I need it. People be too wrapped up in pride and unclear about themselves, unsure about themselves. Like, there's probably some other issues. She worried about what other people going to think about her or, or what a nigga might say once he get it and leave it. Oh, I bought that bitch this. or I did that. I don't care because like, I already had it. Or whatever. But right.
0: I get the and psychology so, behind it. I used to be afraid to ask men for money because I didn't want them to think I was using them. But in reality, mm-hmm. men use us. Men really uh, will paint a picture that
1: I, and that's that'd be pro, that'd be it's, mad it's,
0: problematic. Yeah, it's really than it is, but you really just here for a fuck. So if you are using me, best believe, my, Miss Mama's gonna use you right back. And when things are authentic, things and are I'm authentic. not,
1: and I'm over telling women what to do with their bodies, so I'm not even gonna touch a critique in that area. Whatever you want to do, whatever way you want to do it, go ahead. Sis. My
0: thing is, any man who says no, you saving me, you saving me a sexual interaction that I need to be in. Well, you making? You're helping me filter out the week. cause I like <laughs> my niggas with big bank, cause big bank always take little bank. So what we big talking bank, about?
1: Big bank take little bank. Ooh, that's child, true. You
0: better spend on Miss Mamas. So yeah, Miss Mama, um, ask him. If he ain't got it, he ain't have it, and he ain't need to have you. Or, All right now.
1: Like there was or. this, there was this, uh, this thing where like this dude asked. Uh, this girl wanted to go to this restaurant or whatever. It was a really expensive restaurant. And he was like, yo, it's not in my budget this month for that. But next month, like, you know, we can do it because they had been on a couple dates mm-hmm. and she and she dumped them. Right. Then Shorty saw him on on TV. And found out who he was. And then hit them back, like, hey, how you doing? See, I don't have time for and the so, games. Either you have it or you don't. And if you didn't,
0: I'll find somebody who else does. So but, I did see you on TV. I already hit three niggas that had the same amount of bags you had. And you just did that test. But, but if I it, it
1: wasn't a, it wasn't a test. He said, like, I've spent my budget this month for X, Y, and Z. We can do that next month.
0: I'm in my thirties. I used to work with niggas in their budgets in their twenties. You should be somewhere oh, okay. near established at my age. I don't know how I old mean, she is. Listen, I've I dealt mean, with the brokest of broken, the jokest of jokes.
1: Listen, because because I'm thinking right now, right? One of my mm-hmm. one of my bros hit me up today. We have a lunch scheduled for next week, and he was like, "So where you want to go?" I was like, "You can come to my house, or I can come to yours," because I'm not going out in the streets spending nothing because my budget right now. I have to save five thousand dollars a month to pay for a wedding and surrogacy, along with getting my teeth replaced.
0: That makes sense. I'm not you're, about work, to, you're, you're, you're so, working towards something. This is not your so, your stagnant
1: yeah. place in life right now. And so, if you ask me for something, and I'd be like, "Nah, like we can do that another time," or or just a flat out like that's not in my budget right now. It ain't cause I ain't got it. It's cause I I gotta say forty thousand dollars for a wedding, forty thousand dollars for surrogacy, and his teeth gonna run me ten grand.
0: Well, I got a dentist for you in Columbia. We could talk about after um, that part. Yeah, yeah. Cause Miss Mama's getting first of all, I'm getting lipo in January. I just did these titties in September. <laughs> Lipo's coming in January, and 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 yeah, the teeth coming February I was, March.
1: I was looking at dental tourism, so we can talk.
0: Yeah, I'm going to hit you. But anyway, so um, this is a uh, cool rose eyes because, you know, I don't be liking giving men their flowers. But real quickly, ugh, tell me the nicest thing a man's ever done for you.
1: The nicest thing a man has ever done for me would have to be the first time I ever got penetrated. Mm-hmm. I passed out. I blacked out after I, you know, after I orgasmed. And when I woke up, I told this story on um, Heart or soft. When I woke up, he picked me up and carried me to the bathtub, where he had lit candles and ran a bubble bath, and like it was real.
0: Uh, but why did you pass out?
1: It was you. Like I, none of it was like.
0: I want to pass out. Where he at?
1: Yo, he he married and he got a husband over on the west coast. God not nothing them.
0: passed out. You are dramatic. You are fucking. Like, you are dramatic. Water sign Scorpio. <laughs>
1: God, that was was that you. Have you guys? ever
0: passed out outside of that interaction?
1: Um, have I ever passed out outside of that? Because the nigga
0: made me pass out. You got a stalker for life.
1: <laughs> um, for life? Nah, nah. Damn. Nah, I ain't never blacked out. Um, any other? But yeah, he was he was really really the whole interaction was really really sweet, and it really shaped how I engage guys sexually because if it was traumatic. I wouldn't mm. Nope. You niggas can't, mm You can't smell it. You can't Ooh, touch it. Wee. But nah, he was, he was really, really, really great. Um other than that, I mean, I've had men, I've had some pretty amazing men. Another thing was when I was um this one time, like my teeth are a thing. They're not a thing that bothers me now, but back then it was. And he used to make me laugh all the time because he loved my smile. And one day he stood me in front of the mirror and was like, look at this. This oh. It's beautiful. And if you don't like it, like you can change it. But otherwise, like you're beautiful. Like it was a whole moment. Like I love him forever. Um, yeah. You almost so, said
0: the name. Pull back,
1: pull d- back, pull back. I did, I did. I, no, I it?
0: felt it. I felt it. Pull back name. Pull back name.
1: I, I had to. Well,
0: yeah. Well, that's cute. So, without saying any names, we are at the favorite part of my show. Yeah. This is called The Dedication, and I'm sorry, I was just in New York this week, and I think I sound, I said, this is called The Dedication. I think yeah, I sound okay. one, I went home for out. a week.
1: and I came said, out. Accents are yeah. about familiarity.
0: Yes, it is, because when I'm here, I'm like, gone oh, now I get But, um, <laughs> <laughs> since I'm a Brooklyn baddie this week, the dedication is where we sing a song about the person that's on our mind this week and I want you to think about who that is and give us a little excerpt of said song.
1: I'm just going to give you like a couple words of said song. Okay. You're always on my mind. <laughs> there we go. That wasn't enough. I, don't remember, no more. More the, I don't re- remember
0: no more I don't remember no more the song. Oh. You are the, the shortest singer I've ever had. Listen. Um, you gotta give me another song. I need to hear more. Kay. I need to hear more pipes.
1: Okay, you gotta. You gotta give me a second. Let me think about. Um, oh. Oh. It's sad to think we're not gonna make it, and it's gotten to the point where we just can't fake it. Why are you looking like that, nigga? For someone got you had reason. you
0: had them damn vocals up in your throat, and you thought you was gonna you was gonna hit me with half
1: a bar? We just. I don't think I hit a bar, bitch. Because neither <laughs> one of us wants to be the first to say goodbye.
0: goodbye. How dare you?
1: Gladys Knight is my favorite singer of all time.
0: Of God, all I didn't. time. Jesus Christ. Neither one of us. I like that. I'm so happy I forced you to sing some more. Now I'm smiling so hard. What's yours? Mine this week. Is this
1: this the BD? Of course it's for my baby daddy. Come home, nigga. Damn, she's sorry.
0: It's not him. It's us. Like he he got his time. He'd be like, yo, I'll be like my time. I'm like, it's just. I can't have a podcast and be so raw and do with somebody who loves me that much because everything would offend him. And I cannot hurt somebody that I love. So let me go get this money.
1: And then I'm I'm going to come
0: come back home. And I'm going to segue into this song. And it goes something like this If you're worried about where I've been, who I saw. What club I'm into with my homies, baby? Don't worry, you know that you got me. Somebody told yes. me that this planet was small. We used to live in the same building on the same floor and never met before until I'm overseas on tour and peep this Ethiopian queen from Philly taking classes abroad. Classes abroad. She's studying film and photo flash, focus, record. Come on now. We knew from Ooh. the start that things fall apart and tend to shatter. She liked that shit don't that matter, shit when, don't I matter. when I get home. Get out of through that phone, whatever. Let's get, let's get together. Should you think not? But that's for my baby daddy, cause baby, you got me. Isn't that
1: cute? I love this show. <laughs> I love it. Yo, Ooh. this was good. I'm, I'm. I hope. I hope I said something that made sense or that gave you a clear understanding. Of, right. guess
0: what, baby? I wasn't going to vote. I wasn't going to vote, but you uh you gave me some clarity on that. OK, so I want everybody to um, go out yeah, and vote. Just, just
1: vote. Just vote. Vote early if you Even can. Even if you got
0: to vote for Pedro,
1: vote. Yo, go vote early. So <laughs> so y'all, like, people need to be able to boss up on niggas like that's going to be out in the streets t- trying to intimidate voters. So vote early so you and a squad could roll up on some clown ass niggas trying to intimidate some people in Philly in MPA down in Florida or something like that. Politics like, is so dumb. Why I'm, are you running I'm down I'm on people for, for this? I'm for the smoke. Woo! White boys want white boys want to act up. Cool. Me and my goons, we coming. Y'all not going, you'll be fighting at the pastor. We already voted. Pastor, you're gonna be fighting the, the Bible said the kingdom suffered violence. And Woo! the violence take it by force. Yes violence I be trying not to still off niggas but y'all want to y'all want to act okay. I, I, told you the, I, was, I told you I was from Inglewood. It come out. Every I love the fact again. that you a pastor that be cursing and fucking and fighting. That's the <laughs> church I want to be at. Cause my pastor, I don't be fighting fightin', though. You I just said you want to run down on some white boys. I will. I will. I swear. My listen, pastor be fucking fighting. As sure as the sun and rises and sets daily, I will fight. Ah! I try not to. I-, I try not to, but I will whoop ass. I grew up whooping ass. Come Ooh. from a long line of ass whooping people. I, come from, got I my too ass,
0: come from a long lineage of ass whoopers.
1: Got my ass whooped a couple times. I Let like me get it. on out of here. Listen.
0: Well, Mr. Pastor Corey Scott, <laughs> don't forget the L. It's there That's for it. Lover boy.
1: That's it. Oh, you look at you. Corey L. Scott, holler at me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all the same.
0: Thank you so much. And guys, y'all, Y'all could catch me on all streaming platforms and sign up to the
1: Patreon if you ever want to get the visuals. My absolutely. Drop that money. People out here working, this doing the I damn beg. thing. This is it's how like I bank. Is it like $1, $2 to entry it's for five, Patreon? It's 5 $5. $5. That's it's it, right the 5 it's right to get in the club. And it's going to be
0: patreon.com backslash girl, the letter F-Y-O-U. So that's girl, F-U. Come and spend your $5 with Miss Mamas. you can to see some tips. T- show be- you up. Let me show y'all oh, a little oh, ass to, for the five.
1: She was about on. to do it. Oh, wait, wait, I'm trying
0: to show y'all some ass for the five. Oh, oh. I closed the screen. You sure did. I'm back. See, Pastor.
1: Uh-oh. Pastor. Oh, oh my. Look, look, look at all this thing he gave me back here. Listen. Blessed. Go, Blessed, go Pastor. Gone to the Lord. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh,
0: God. Thank you. All you right, now. Well, thank cut you cut so down. much, y'all. And as I say every other episode, if you had a problem with, with me and Mr. Pastor Corio, Scott said this uh, episode. What Girl, do, fuck you. You better stand in front of the congregation and tell her. <laughs> Girl, fuck you. Girl, Until fuck next you. week. Later.